afternoon, Patriots, and it is Wednesday, March 15th in the year 2023. And yep, it's a crazy world. <laughs> we've got all sorts of good stories today. Uh, we've got a guy that drove off with a Tesla that wasn't his own. That's good. We've got people panicking about the banks. Of course, we know that's how that's going to go. And of course, we've, and we have a failed attempt to blow up another Russian site. So all those things are coming up. But I want to talk to you, first of all, about iTarget Pro. Because in this time when things are expensive and we have so many that so much need to maintain our vigilance in our Second Amendment rights. I want to read you a little story here real quickly about the founder. So this is a story from the founder of iTarget Pro, one of the reasons I'm such so much behind this product. Like many Americans, he says, I own a gun for home protection. It usually sits in a gun safe, locked away and out of sight. I like shooting for fun and practice, but I rarely find time in my busy day to get to the gun range. Also, as the price of ammo has increased, so has the expense of going to the range. I was looking for a safe way to train at home, and I particularly wanted my wife to know how to use the gun in case she ever needed to defend herself. Her lack of understanding of how the gun functions made her scared to even touch it. As I searched for solutions, firearm training systems that use lasers instead of live bullets seemed like the answer. There are multiple laser training systems on the market. As I researched, I was surprised at how limited and expensive the systems were. Some of the most ex complex systems went for well over $1,000, while the cheaper and hardware targeting systems lacked features and still sold for over $300. Being an app developer... I saw an opportunity to build an app capable of functioning like the much more expensive laser training systems. I went to work and created the first iTarget Pro app, Bullseye. After the first app was created, I started demonstrating it for the friends. My wife was able to overcome her fear of guns by using iTarget with a laser bullet instead of live ammo. As I watched my wife and her friends enjoy the target shooting for the first time, I knew I had developed a product everyone could enjoy. I also knew that the product that the gun owners would love. And then he used his 3D printer to make his first thing, and then he is now in business. So it's a fantastic product. So check it out. iTarget Pro. The links are below the podcast. iTarget Pro. And, of course, like all great things in the world, your promo code is BARDS. So check it out. Highly recommend it. Super product to have in the house. A great way to introduce your family to the safety in a safe environment of how to use a gun. All right. Now, let's get into some meat here. Take a listen to this story. This is this had me going already. Like a lot of drivers, Rajesh Randev has acquired a taste for Teslas. And Teslas apparently have a thing for him, white ones in particular. I like it, but um, until I found some glitch <laughs> day before yesterday. The Vancouver businessman says he got the car last year. He and his family were enjoying its high-tech features and the savings on fuel. But then Tuesday afternoon, in a rush to pick up the kids from school, he noticed something strange. I, I start driving it. I noticed there was a crack on the windshield. And then I called my wife. What happened to the windshield? Then came a series of texts from a number he didn't know. Next message was, you are driving the wrong Tesla car. And indeed he was. And what happened was, I think there was two cars Tesla cars which are parked side by side and because I was in a hurry and then I jumped into somebody's car. Well, that's a harmless mistake. 
What worries Randev is why the Tesla app on his phone was apparently able to unlock another man's car, let him start it up, and then drive all over East Vancouver. His understanding is the whole point of Teslas is they're smarter than that, and he tried to contact them. I was surprised one, like a few of their emails bounced back. As of Thursday, no one from Tesla had gotten back to him, and we didn't fare much better. Reaching out to their press office, we got the same response. Sorry, mailbox full. I was surprised how I was able to drive somebody else's car by mistake. Your car is safe? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, you know, yeah. everything is okay. Yeah, yeah. The other Tesla owner appeared more bemused than alarmed, as were the Vancouver police who apparently declined to issue a case number, only advice to watch what happens next, which for Randev is hopefully an explanation from Tesla HQ. <laughs> Your Tesla's safe. Don't worry about it. Just any stranger with any Tesla app can drive it. Oh, my gosh. Elon Musk, you're on Twitter. Where are you? If you're on if you're on Twitter, which by the way, Bards FM has not been restored to Twitter yet. Just, just so I say it, I think the uh, the they're still trying to sort through the number of accusations I made about Jack Dorsey being a pedophile. They haven't got to the bottom because I did a lot of them, man, and that seemed to be the red flag for everybody. But anyway, if you're on Twitter, like hit hit Elon Musk up and and say, hey, dude, like, what's up with your Tesla? What is up with your Tesla, Elon Musk? In other great news today, half of the homes right now are going to cost you 50% more money per month. Yep. So mortgage interest rates climbed to 6.73% for a 30-year fixed mortgage for the week ending March 9th, according to Freddie Mac, which is a federally subsidized loan agency with your taxpayer dollars. This means that today's home buyers will have to pay almost 50% more per month for a home than they would have just a year earlier. This steep hike in housing costs, listen to these words, I love this. These steep hike steep hike in housing costs might hurt the rebound that has been emerging in the housing market when rates were lower earlier this year. Huh? You think it would affect things if you're having to pay 50% more for your doggone mortgage? No, it can't possibly. But that's the optimist way. Don't worry about it. It's all good. And there you go. So in other strange news, they've been finding that babies being born now are starting to be evolutionally changed. I don't know what this means. Other than the fact that many babies being born right now have a smaller jaw, a less powerful jaw, an extra bone in their arm, an extra artery in their hands and arms, and an extra bone in their foot and no, and no uh, back teeth. What do you call those? They're not canines, but your, your rear teeth that they always pull. So anyway, strange, strange. Russell Brand has got something to share. Check this out. 
went on Tucker Carlson's Fox News show, leading the neoliberal establishment to attack me for being a right-wing conspiracy theorist. These are them facts I was going to tell you about, if I may. I hope you will. At least 100 members of Congress own fossil fuel stocks, of which 59 are Republicans and 41 are Democrats. Oh, look, the Republicans are a bit worse. Of the $263 million of the pharmaceutical industry spent on lobbying in 2021, it gave 61% to the Democrat Party and 39% to the Republicans. Oh, no, the Democrat Party is a bit worse. Don't let members of Congress own stocks at all. Do not accept lobbying money from the pharmaceutical industry. If you've seen any of the criticism in the neoliberal media, you might think, well, what was it about? Because these are not right-wing talking points. This is anti-establishment, anti-authoritarian, anti-financial corruption rhetoric that everyone should be interested in. So it makes me think that the voices that are attacking me are supporting establishment power. And wouldn't you know, Patriots, it's 11 minutes after the hour. Let's pray. Father God, we are here today blessed as you have blessed us each and every day with this fellowship that expands across the world. And we're truly humbled by this. We've been able to work together, build fellowships, build friendships, and really empower the, the true sense of kingdom love. And it's amazing of how strong this fellowship has become. So I want to begin today with just thank you, a humbling thank you for all that you've given us and gifted us as a place to come, a place to be part and, and share with one another, and a, a place as strange as it is that we found home on the web where all of us have found a common place to pray together, worship together, break bread virtually together and even in real life as we build real friendships far beyond the platform. Thank you, Father. It's truly humbling and truly wonderful to see this evolve and to continue to grow. And Father, we just pray that more and more people that are seeking and are looking can find their way here. This is a community, Lord, that you have brought together that embraces those that are looking and seeking that opens our hearts to so many. It has such a humbling experience being with them and a humbling experience engaging as we try to accept all and try to embrace all with the love that you provide us. So again, thank you, and may you continue to guide us and bless us in this journey. Lord, in this time, which there is so much chaos and upheaval and constantly more, may we find humor in the stupidity, truly, Father, not be stuck with anxiety, not be stuck with stuck with fear, not be stuck with anger, hatred, the, the pieces of division by whatever category or reason that occurs, but instead being able to take a step back and stand with kingdom, not stand in the bipolar world of Lucifer's pendulum and observe this chaos as both a blessing that's unraveling and the humor that it provides as these that are in evil places and others that are grappling with trying to live for the wrong reasons struggle to try to justify their foolishness, especially in the, the framework of kingdom love. Father, you have given us humor, and may we continue to use humor and, and use it to our advantage, not to ridicule, but to simply laugh at the world at the silliness for what it is, and to enjoy all that you're giving us. We are in a profound time, Lord, as you well know, and we are, we are acknowledging this today. 
profound time to live where so much is being revealed. We're in a time when truth is rising up to be the main azimuth of how everybody lives. Rather than living in a world of deceit and lies and excuses and the endless ability or attempt to turn and churn things to one's own advantage, we're emerging to an era now where we're realizing that true beacon of truth, not just individually, but as a collective whole. And as we do so, finding the strength that that gives us as where we stand. So may we use that as to a way to bring people closer to Jesus and through Christ to you, Father. And may that be one of the beacons that lights up for others that see those, that in ourselves as we walk this path, as we walk this path to continue to bring truth to the world, to continue to speak truth into the world, and to continue to empower people with the honesty and the transparency of the heart and the confidence that we have as we walk in this world as disciples of, of the kingdom. Father, we are imperfect. We make mistakes, as we well know and as you, we, you well know. So hear our hearts that as we do, we will continue to repent for those errors and those mistakes. And for those that we mistakes and errors and missteps that we make, if we don't recognize them, please provide the clarity for us that we may, so that we may repent and once again restore ourselves to that righteous place near the throne. Father, there's so much pain out here right now, so much anxiety, so much fear that still persists. And yet miracles are beginning to abound before us, small that they may be. So much of that is centered on our own faith. So may we continue to be that light that people seek, not because we are that are what they seek, but that the beauty and the glory of what Christ is glows through us, that brings people to a safer place, a more real place, a place that they may not even know. We have to acknowledge that so many actually have no relationship with Jesus, and some don't even know what a true understanding of Jesus They've been cast away from the church. Maybe it's because they never grew up in the right way. Maybe because it was a bad pulpit that they worked with. Whatever the reasons, we want to bring them home. And whatever form that church takes in their lives, whether it's a, they find home within the four walls or whether they find home in a virtual space like this, we welcome them. And may we continue to welcome them with our hearts. This is a time now that we need to rise. And there will be many challenges for our own, the burdens that we have to unleash and pass off onto you, burdens that we will feel in our heart, anxieties, fear, the judgments that come from this world. May you help us cleanse those from us. May you help us purge those from our heart. May we walk increasingly without sin and instead walk beautifully within that love of Jesus to be that magnet for those to come and there where we, for we can direct on a path that will change their lives and transform them forever. Evil will fall, and we know that. And as we lean into you and truly walk in a loving and forgiving heart, we lean into you for justice, and we know justice will come. And that's for anyone that doubts that. We pray for them to truly reassess that position and realize the power and greatness of all the two you are, and that with, through your eyes, the world looks different than perhaps we can ever understand. 
But our role continues to be to walk with a loving and forgiving heart, to hold fast into our line and, and commitments to kingdom and moral law, and to not be pulled across, and ultimately to hold fast and hold that line no matter what the enemy does to us. So, Father, guide us in these times. Lead us in these times with the great wisdom that you provide. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. We are in an incredible time, and so much change is happening. It's truly shaking things up. Now, just so we don't miss the important point of this SVB, Silicon Valley Bank implosion, um, this thing is having big effects. And they're not telling you this. They don't want you to see this. But now the Swiss National Bank has issued a statement that they will provide liquidity if necessary. So Credit Suisse, which, again, Switzerland is supposed to be the hub and center of all global banking. It's supposed to be secure and solid. Credit Suisse has now apparently met the capital and liquidity requirements, but they've also been backed now by Swiss National Bank, which means things aren't all as it seems. The Saudis refuse to throw more money at Credit Suisse. Credit Suisse stock hits a record low. Credit Suisse one-year CDs explodes as the uh, counterparty uh, risk hedging soars. Credit Suisse execs urge a show of confidence from the Swiss National Bank. This continues. The U.S. Treasury is monitoring monitoring the situation, talking with other regulators. This is bad, and it's going to continue to fall because this thing in Silicon Valley, which no one seems to want to talk about, is much worse than people realize. I want you to hear a short interview here with Carl Icahn, who is a billionaire investor, and he's been watching this. And you know, in summing a lot of what you're going to hear up, we have major problems in our economy. Well, no kidding, Carl. But here you go. Take a listen to this. I want your take on on what you think has transpired here uh, over the past few days from a market standpoint. Yeah, I don't think it's the last few days necessarily. I think. We have some major problems in our economy. Maybe they'll be fixed, but uh, you just look at many, many factors. Uh, We've, uh, you know, been on a spending spree, and, you know, the rising tide, you know, tide lifts all ships, but uh, a lot of people in our economy are not doing well, obviously. You know, the net worth of the median household is is, is, uh, nothing, basically. And you um, you just look at what is going on. Uh, I think Powell really has to raise interest rates sooner or later. I, mean, I can't talk about next week or even next month, but I, inflation is the worst thing an economy can have, and I think people underrate that. If you look in history, every hegemony has been destroyed by inflation, or almost everyone. I mean, just go back to Rome. <laughs> that's, that's what happens. And uh, one of our major problems, I think, in this economy right now, is there's no leadership on the corporate level. You know, forget politically, and I'm not going to get into politics, but I think you, you do feel that in Washington, <laughs> nobody knows what's really going on. But forgetting that, in our corporations, and I've lived with that. I mean, all, all uh, 
well, my life basically. And companies today really uh, have, with many exceptions, many, many exceptions, leadership is, is worse than mediocre. And that's why we are so successful. I mean, not because we're geniuses, but because you go into a company today, and that's what we've done over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And it's really horrible what you find in many of them. So this is really a big statement here because he's identifying the core problem not as government, but as corporate leadership. And I, and I really need to highlight that. That is showing a degradation in leadership, which we can see. By the way, SVB Bank gave $75 billion, um, $75 million, excuse me, $75 million to Black Lives Matter. I mean, this is just the tip of the iceberg of the sort of woke garbage that's been coming out of these banks trying to push political change and force cultural agendas driven by socialists, communists, and basically mentally retarded people that think that a man can have a baby. And all these agendas are driving the economy into the bottom of the pit. And on top of it, then there's this whole laundering thing that's going on, which is top to bottom. There's a really good piece, which I'll probably play tonight, and it's by uh, Dr. Martin. And uh, it is really on point to where we are in understanding kind of the complexities of this whole banking system. Now, when the economy starts to fall, the first thing you want to do is have a war. So apparently we're trying to take the war to a new level in Russia. Uh, Russia says a bomb found at its Drazba pipeline station in latest sabotage attempt. Obviously, we're getting dumber people to do sabotage too, which says a lot. Officials with the Russian oil company Transneft say they uncovered a failed bomb plot to sabotage Drazba oil pipeline and maim civilians in the western Brinask region of Russia, Transneft spokesman Igor Demon, Demon told TASS on Wednesday that two explosive devices were found at a pumping station. The devices, while they didn't detonate, had some degree of damage due to the likelihood they were dropped from drones, he explained. The character of the, two, of the explosive parts, metal balls, indicates that the organizers of this sabotage did not intend to damage equipment, but rather to kill people, namely civilian workers, at the pumping station on the Dresba pipeline. Investigations are underway. So we need to escalate that. But it gets better because now we're all freaking out about this drone again. And Hannity, who's the hand puppet of the deep state, and, and owned by the CIA, is now on the front point of all of this pushing for more war with Russia. Because apparently yesterday, our drone, which was flying in the Black Sea, was damaged by a Russian fighter. Who <laughs> that's some, like, This is some gangster stuff here, man. Like flying so close to the drone, they were able to drop fuel from the plane on top of the drone and then fly in from behind and apparently nudge it enough to cause damage to the drone's propeller. And that's some awesome stuff. And it's a war zone. But instead of taking it as a war zone, we're going to throw a little hissy fit and try to escalate this to a new level of confrontation with Russia. So Hannity is waving the go to war with Russia flag, as well as you'll hear this interview from this other senator with congressman in this just absolute fake nonsense of trying to how to get people behind the fight to fight Russia. Take a listen. They're fucking geniuses. I swear to God. 
how do you get Republicans and Democrats to come together on going to war with Russia? Well, you do it like this. Make no mistake, this was no accident. And I can guarantee you that Vladimir Putin personally signed off on this military aggression. Now, here's our very own Jennifer Griffin with Senator Mike Rounds. Take a look. I'd just like to get your reaction to what happened today uh, in the Black Sea. Pissed off. I mean, let's just be honest about this for a second. The report coming out of our government is that this was an unprofessional act and environmentally unsound. I'm sorry, folks. They shot down a United States warplane. They took it out of action. And that's the response we get back. So, yeah, not very happy about it. And uh, the bottom line is, is we cannot allow that to happen. That's right. We can't allow this to happen. Russia and Putin's hostility and aggression against our country, the United States, has now reached a dangerous new height. I know I'm probably repeating myself, but um, <clears throat> it's going to get a lot worse before it gets any better, folks. <laughs> that was Kramer. Sorry about the F-bomb in the beginning. I forgot about that. But anyway, um, listen, <laughs> we're running a proxy war against Russia. Our weapons are destroying the environment. Our weapons are trying to kill Russian soldiers. And we have Hannity as the point man of fanning the flames to have a straight-on war with Russia. Hannity, you are a complete and total clown. And that senator is the same. And I love this first line. It's environmentally unsafe. Since when is war environmentally sensitive? That's what I want to know. Please, if you if I missed that moment, memos, let me know. But this is our new army. This is our new Pentagon. We need to be a green and transgender weenie snipped army that worries about whether you are flying under the rainbow flag and whether you're wearing a dress into battle. Probably stockings, too. Who knows? I'll tell you. What a world we live in. All right, patriots. <laughs> we are the resistance. We are the army that will take this country back. Let's be clear. It's not going to be them. It's us. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time and this place for just such a time as this. We're at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. In case of Hannity, throw him in the toilet. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Bards FM. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. 
We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man. And man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. Push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. <laughs> 